My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. It is 25 minutes before 5 o'clock and this morning we do have Catherine Main joining us on our Get Up and Go. A very good morning to you. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Catherine, we always start this feature by asking our guests, what's your daily morning routine that gets you up and going? Well, I generally get up at 4 o'clock every single morning. Um, at the moment, I'm sitting outside. I'm having my cup of tea. And uh, after this interview, I've got my book ready. I do a lot of uh, motivational stuff in the morning just to get my mindset correct for the day. Um, and once I'm done with that, I hit the roads and I normally run between 5 and 10 k's every morning. That is amazing. So by the time the rest of the world wakes up around 6 o'clock or so, you've been up for at least two hours already. I'm up, I've done my best work and uh, I'm starving. It's lunchtime for me. (laughs) I like the sound of that. By the time it's 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, you're done for the day. I'm done for the day. By 8 o'clock every night, I'm passed out. Wow, I can imagine. Now, uh, Catherine is the CEO of Main Multimedia and Money Savvy Kids. And you are, you know, somebody who got into, you know, the financial industry, uh, but having moved from advertising and um, marketing. Before we get into your professional career, Catherine, just take us back to the early days. Where do you come from? Where do you grow up? So um, I'm a Joburg girl, grew up in Joburg. Um, I actually have quite an interesting story. I'm a, I'm a high school dropout. I didn't even finish grade nine. Oh, wow. Um, I studied beauty therapy because 20 years ago as a girl, you know, you had two options. If you didn't have a matric, you could be a hairdresser or a beauty therapist. Mm-hmm. Luckily, that's all changed now. And I'm actually a qualified beauty therapist. That's what I studied. Um, working Saturdays uh, for somebody else and... Um, the long hours that I did just wasn't conducive to being a parent, and that's when I changed industries. Um, I got into advertising, and through my own personal financial journey, um, landed up now teaching financial literacy, which is absolutely my passion. Now, Catherine, you know, just to go back, you know, a few steps. When you say that you're a high school dropout, already somebody can assume what kind of person you're talking about, you know, just, you know, based on that statement. However, your life is a testimony that it's been anything but a conventional uh, journey. What was the reason that made you not to complete high school? Gosh, that was was quite a personal one. Um, uh, And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what it was. So my father was actually um, a drug smuggler and mm. got arrested in another country and left us with nothing. And um, my mom had never worked. So I had to drop out of school and, and get a job so that I could help feed us because my brother was finishing the trick. Mm. That's why my mom got herself on her feet. Uh, not an uncommon story in this country, you know, kids having to drop out of school and, and help support the family. Absolutely. And if, what I find most inspiring about your story, Catherine, is that you did not see yourself as a victim. You know, when you couldn't finish school, you went into the next thing. You went into into the beauty uh, industry uh, at a very young age and you didn't just stay there. You know, you used your own grit and determination to actually work your way out uh, of that into the corporate sector. And you then went into sales and marketing and going in there, you know, you're going with people who are highly qualified with degrees and diplomas you know how did you deal with perhaps what may have been insecurities or or feelings of being inadequate at any given point so when when you become independent at a very young age you learn to be incredibly confident and uh, you talk a really good game so i could literally talk my way into any job 
but then I had to perform, and that's when the real when the real work started. So talking my way in was the easy part. Then I had to prove myself, and I always did. Um, and I really did move up in my career over the last fifteen years. And what would you attribute your your success over the fifteen years to be? I mean, yes, you've got to do the work. The hard work definitely counts. However, are the people perhaps who've played a role to mentor you, to develop you, and grow you along the way? So my, my biggest driving force is I have three children, um, eight, twelve, and sixteen year olds. So they are my my main reason for getting up and doing what I do every day. I never want them to experience what I did. I want them to have the opportunities that I never had. Um, so that's my main driving force. And yes, of course, I've had mentors. Uh, one of my my best mentors was Snowy Causa, actually. Uh, she really pushed me. And so maybe you can slow down a little yeah. bit, Catherine, so we can hear you. Sorry. So you're kind of like... Really when people ask me about my, my, my passion. You're kind of rolling <laughs> through it and we want to hear it. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I said my, my, my biggest mentor who really gave me the biggest push was actually Snowy Koza. Um I don't know if you know her. No, no. Okay, well, she's, a, she's an amazing woman pioneering the engineering field in, on the African continent at the moment. Um, she actually helped me to launch my career in the financial literacy business. Mm. And going into that industry, you know, you you don't you have a passion not just for helping people get financially smart, but also for children, specifically for children. And uh, you started Money Savvy Kids. Yes. Tell us more about that. So through my own personal financial journey, um, I literally started my life again at thirty with nothing, um, but four hundred thousand rand debt. And um, through that process of being blacklisted and paying off my own debt, by the time I got through that four years later, I realized that I'd made so many mistakes in my life. And when I looked back and I, I kind of assessed where these mistakes came from, I realized that it was due to an absolute lack of education, a lack of knowledge. Um, that's why Money Savvy Kids was born, because if we start teaching our children a mindset of financial responsibility when the neural pathways are still developing before they're 12 years old, that that mindset will stick. Mm. And how do you start children off? I mean, we've had on this show, you know, various discussions about little things that parents can do to start making their kids more conscious of, of the value of money, you know, from not giving them everything every time they ask for it to encouraging them to save, whether it's through a piggy bank or whatever the case may be. Tell us more about money saving kids. So if you want to speak to a child about finances, you need to kind of get down on their level. So you really use more imagination, especially when they're a bit younger. So when they're four, five, six years old, you know, you're talking about things like what is money, where does money come from, how do mom and dad make money, what is money for, what is the difference between needs and wants. So depending on the age, we, we um, create different kinds of activities to teach children about the value of money, managing money, and money responsibility. So for a young kid, we... We have a fake currency and a wallet, and they have to cut out their money, and we do like a little shop take. I actually wrote a book last year called Raising Money Savvy Kids, mm. and that book is a step-by-step guide for parents who want to have the courageous money talks with their children, and that book's actually available on my website for 50 Rand. It's an e-book you print it out, and there's physical activities that you can do with, their, with your kids in that book.
Mm. And what's what's been you know some of your most you know fulfilling uh, success stories that you've heard uh, from parents and maybe from kids themselves on how the ebook raising money saving kids has helped them. So I also have an NGO, so that's really what makes my heart sing on a daily basis. We do quite a lot of community upliftment work. Um, So, you know, walking out of those environments um, and a child who never thought they would be able to start their own business and and, and we help them cultivate an idea and they come back with this idea. We actually, um, at the end of a program that we're doing at the moment, which has been so rewarding with Exara Minds, we did uh, financial literacy training and entrepreneurship training for um, disadvantaged children uh, who have physical disabilities. So we now have trained them in the literacy and the entrepreneurship, and these guys are now ready to launch their own businesses, and we actually mentor them for a year um, to help get their businesses off the ground. Mm. What I find interesting about your story as well is that you have kids yourself who you are raising, I, I, I assume, also to be uh, financially savvy. And how do your kids also then, uh, you know, emulate what mommy is teaching and say, you know, this is the kind of um, little interventions that they are also doing here and there to also become financially savvy? I'm not sure I've got that one 100% correct yet. Because my children don't listen to me that well. But um, they do have bank accounts. They do manage their own money. Um, They are all working and earning their own income. And um, I teach them about um, um, income diversification and multiple income streams. And that's what I'm helping them build at the moment. And how do you think financially savvy um, kids will eventually turn into financially savvy adults? It's training. It's literally um, starting now. So giving them a bank account, every single amount of money that they make, making sure that they save 10%. Then it becomes automatic for them because then they know, I'm going to pay myself first. I'm going to pay my 10% into my pocket, my savings pocket every month before I spend any money. So it's really teaching them a culture of, I need to pay myself first, and that teaches the saving culture. And whatever that concept is, if you reinforce it over time, it will eventually stick. If you think about yourself as an example, for me, the two lessons that were drilled into my mind as a child was, we do not litter and we don't waste water. Those two things I've carried through my whole life. You don't litter and you don't waste water. That's what we were taught in primary school. Those were the two initiatives that we were given that wasn't schoolwork. Mm. Now, Catherine, tell us, what keeps you going on a daily basis? Pardon, say that again. I lost you there. I'm asking, what keeps you going? You've mentioned your kids, um, you know, as your inspiration. And I want to know, what keeps you going on a daily basis? What keeps me going on a daily basis? Well, work for me is not really work. I really love what I do so much that, um, I never feel like I need to take a holiday from what I do. So getting up and living my dream and doing what makes me happy is motivation to get me up in the morning. And in terms of leadership, what does leadership mean to you? You work in, an, in a space where you're leading groups and you've led groups and you've been you know, a senior to other colleagues. What does leadership mean to you? So I always talk about my failures because I believe that nobody's ever going to succeed unless they've failed. So I never, ever talk about failure like it's a bad thing. I always talk about it like a good thing. um, And I always try and lead by example. So I make sure that I'm not just expecting them to do what I say, but that I'm doing what I say. And to somebody listening right now, Catherine, and they they want to, to, you know, hear something that can encourage them, they 
dealing with issues of life. They're trying to find their purpose and direction in life. And they're feeling discouraged right now. And they're listening to you and how you found your purpose. And they're saying, Catherine, you know, I'm so discouraged right now. I don't even want to start this day. What would you say to that person? So um, I would suggest that you go on a little bit of a journey of self-discovery. Um, you really need to understand yourself and what it is that makes you tick. So very basic things that you can do. There's a lot of books out there that you can read. Um, Louise Hay was an amazing um, inspiration for me. Just the way that she teaches you how to love yourself and break old behavior patterns to rediscover the new you. So spend some time and, and make a list. What is it that I like? What is it that I want to do? Uh, Who do I want to help? What are the things that I want to do every day that make me happy? Um, And make a list of all of those things, and eventually you will get there. But don't give up. Keep, Keep trying. Don't give up. Keep trying. Do you have a quote or a verse, whether spiritual or not, that you live by, that you can share with our listeners? Fail often and fail forward. Don't be scared of failure and make sure that you're learning from all of your mistakes. Wonderful. And Catherine, you are giving away five copies of your ebook, and we are going to be asking our listeners a question. And please do make sure that you are sending us your answer, full name and email address. Five of you can definitely win this book. Our question this morning is, what's the name of Catherine's financial literacy program for children? What's the name of Catherine's financial literacy program for children? And please do let us know. You've been listening and you know exactly what the answer is, please uh, get in touch with us on 40938 that is our SMS line and you can win yourself a copy of the ebook. Uh, we did talk about it so if you were paying attention you'll definitely know the answer. Catherine it's been an absolute pleasure having you with us today on our Get Up and Go. Thank you so much and you and the listeners have a fabulous day. Wonderful and we wish you the same. It's almost 5 o'clock, 11 before 5 o'clock and just to remind you again, we're asking the question what's the name of Catherine's Financial Literacy Program for Children and please do send us your answer full name and email address. We need five winners. We've got five ebooks to give away and you can SMS us the answer on 40938 What is the name of Catherine's financial literacy program for children. Let us know.